Welcome to High Energy Health, where together we explore the leading edge of wellness and happiness. I'm your host, Dawson Church. By choosing this time together, you're declaring your commitment to a positive mindset, elevated emotions, and a great life. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hello and welcome to this High Energy Health Podcast today, dear listeners, beautiful community of speakers to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today and sharing this space with us. I am Miriam Paninsky. I have the honor of being the guest host in this great podcast for Dawson Church for the next few weeks. And today I have the special pleasure to speak with the amazing Linda Mackenzie, thank you so much, Linda, first of all, for being here and for actually making this podcast even possible as Linda is the founder of Health Life Net. Thank you so much, Linda. Oh, thank you so much, too. And I just want to let you know that we're a 24-7 radio network and podcasts are a little bit different, but we do have the podcast for everybody because we love to help people become positive. And so we provide shows on the radio 24-7 and then on demand and podcast on archive pages. Yeah, because it's a little bit different, you know, being radio than in podcasting. But, you know, this is great. Dawson's been with us for a long, long time. He's got wonderful information. And I started the show 21 years ago, and we are going to 2.6 million people a month now, over 75 channels of distribution. And we are doing, we've helped over 79 million people since we've started. Wow, that's amazing. And it's even a greater honor after hearing this, being able to talk with you today. You are such an inspiration, Linda. And I just want to briefly introduce you to those of you who don't know you. So as we just said, Linda is the founder of HealthyLife.net, Positive Talk Radio Network and HRNPodcast.com. And was actually the first woman telecom engineer in the airline, started the first used PC store in America and was president of a dietary supplement manufacturing company. Linda, one of the world's most respected God-based psychics, is an award-winning multi-book author, 27-year radio host, lecturer, audio film producer. She has appeared worldwide on hundreds of radio shows, almost all networks and cable TV stations, and was a star participant in several award-winning documentaries. What an amazing journey. And so today, we actually have the honor to talk about Linda's newest book, newest publication, Symbols of You, a Self-Discovery Reference Guide. Linda, after just reviewing your life, I would just, if you would be open to that, I would just love to hear more about your incredibly inspiring journey from being this, really this pioneer female engineer to where you have come to today and how this is all coming together for you and where you've come from. Could you please tell us a little bit more about yourself and your inspiring life? Yeah, I, it's been a really great journey. God's given me, I'm very God-based, so uh, I'm not from the planet Altair or the universe. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm just there. And so what happens is, is that, you know, my journey started very early when I was eight years old. I saw God and, you know, God isn't really an old man with a beard. It's a really light 
and comprised of love. And so I saw him and there's 17 different distinct psychic abilities. And after that day, I had them all. And it was very interesting that I did a long journey. And by the time I was 15, I had read every metaphysical book in the New York Public Library. Uh, by the time I was 21, I was busting psychics in New York that wasn't doing the right thing and taking people's money. And then God said, stop, I don't want you to do this anymore. I don't want you to learn from anything. I don't want you to see anything. I don't want you watching movies. I don't want you to just go about your business and do your life. And I said, okay. And so I did. And I ended up being an engineer. And well, I had a lot of things happen. I, you know, so I went from, you know, very poor, you know, to two dresses a year to uh, lower middle class to uh, middle class to in my lifetime to nouveau riche to jet set to I mean, really, really, I did all of this and even old money. So what happened is, is that through my life experiences, I was able to connect and be able to resonate with anybody at any time and understand where they were coming from on a personal level. So God's given me many, many gifts, and it was a very funny time. So I did all these things, and I learned all these things. And, you know, I was just, I was doing a lot of television back uh, 21 years ago. And so I was doing a lot of television, and Sci-Fi Channel loved me. And they said, uh, there's they had a new show called Crossing Over, and they wanted me to do that because I had done a lot of mediumship and working with the British government and sheriff department. I mean, I've done it all. It's really fun life. I've just had a fun life. So what ended up happening, though, was that, you know, I ended up saying, okay, uh, they said, would you want to do crossing over? And I said, well, it's not in truth. And I cannot do anything unless it's in truth. I don't need my I don't have an ego that I have to be my face has to be on air. I don't have an ego where, you know, as long as I'm helping people and I could be doing crossing somebody across the street or helping thousands of people, it's the same process. It's the same gratification. It's the same uplifting energy, whether it's one or many, right? So I said, no, I'm not going to do that. So they said, well, just design a rate, a television show and we'll just use you. You design whatever it is and we'll use you. So I got home and I said, okay, great. I'm ready to go. And I'm excited. You know, I'm going to be world famous, you know, again in the media. You know, everybody's going to know my name. You know, I'm, you know, a little bit of ego there. And so then God came in and he goes, Linda. And I, and him and I have a really good relationship. Him, she, he, she, it, whatever you want to call it. And he says, Linda. And I said, yeah. And he said, I want you to start a radio network. I said, what? And he said, well, I want you to start a radio network. I said, excuse me. I said, you know, he said, I said, you know, I'm just about to, you know, make it big and everything. And he says, yeah, I know, but, you know, I gave you the Datacom engineering. I gave you the author stuff. I gave you the, you know, Datacoms, you know, the, I gave you everything, the tele, you know, the radio, you know, it was eight years in traditional radio at that time going to, you know, 241 markets and about 9 million people. And, and he said, so I gave you all this stuff. And he says, let me explain it to you this way. He goes, when you're out doing lectures and doing these things, he goes, you're reaching a thousand people and you're a point of light. He said, but. If you bring like-minded people like you, based in truth and integrity, together, he goes, instead of being a point of light, you'll be a lighthouse. And he says, and you will help more people. So I took a back seat and I stepped back from all of the TV and whatever, and I became support for 21 years. And uh, and I said to God, okay, I'll do it. But when I get upstairs, you and I are going to have a sit down. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is, yeah, we're going to have a one-to-one -one talk about this. So. 
But anyway, so I ended up uh, doing this, and of course I've gotten, I've had Bernie Siegel on for years, and Sally Kirkland, and Dawson. I've had all these wonderful visionaries helping people 24-7 every single day. I mean, it's just wonderful. And then, so I'm ready to retire, right? So I call Zoe Moon, who does a show on this network, and she's an astrologer, and I said, Zoe, I haven't asked for an astrology report for a very long time. And I said, why don't you tell me, go and do one for me, because maybe it's time for me to sell the network and paint, which is, I won awards from the Metropolitan Museum of Art when I was 18, and that's all I really wanted to do was paint, and I haven't been able to do that yet. And so, so, and I'm 73. (laughs) So, you know, so I said, so she said, okay. And so she came back that Monday. It was over the weekend. And she come, I said, so am I able to retire? She said, no. She says, you're going to live another 32 years. She said, and now it was all about service. And now you're going to come out. You're going to get TVs, radios, books, everything that you wanted to do, your movie for the kids, everything that you wanted to do, you're going to be shining for the next 30 years. And I said, that's funny because I just finished a book. And that was, this is my first book. I have four out and several published by large publishers, but I decided to self-publish because I think it's more important to do it that way instead of getting pigeonholed. And so I'm back out on this journey at 73 starting it all over again (laughs) but what is so fascinating what when i hear you talk what i feel like is that this wasn't you know because in many of these journeys you hear like there was this and of course there were turning points but there are these kind of massive turning points where people kind of turn away from their from their business careers and towards their spiritual calling. But with you, I feel like there's been an integration of that all your life. I feel like whatever you did, whatever you moved in, there were kind of like shifts, but it feels like there wasn't, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like there was an integration of that spiritual, deeply God connection, deep God connection through everything you did, whether it was PC stores and engineering, or, the, or whether it was radio, self-realty radio shows. Is that right? Absolutely right. And the thing is, is that I am a left brain, right brain. And later on, I had asked God, I said, why did you stop me? Because in 1987, he had me start coming out for, at the harmonic convergence back into the psychic world. And I, I was fighting that left and right. And so it's the balance of, first off, there's no mistakes. Whatever you're doing and at every moment in time is absolutely 100% correct. And so that you find that the more that you do, the more that you grow, the, you know, even your business things are all teaching you on how to do what you're supposed to do. Now, if you're in spirituality, I found that this is the worst thing to do. If you're in spirituality and you're not in business, how do you support yourself? You know, so you've got to be in business, but you have to be in conscious business and you have to be where you're walking your talk. And the reason that this network doesn't make millions and millions of dollars, we always get enough and we have to understand that we always get enough. And, you know, you might not get an overabundance, but you always get enough. And so what happens is, is we don't, we're not a million dollar corporation because we walk our talk. We only do natural medicine. We do not do big pharma uh, commercials. We don't do anything that hurts the environment. We don't. And so everybody thinks we're like NPR and that we're getting donations and we're not. You know? But the spiritual people that should be advertising because you need to understand good business practices so that, you, look, if you're an author, right? And you don't know how to promote your book. The one thing you want to do is not just write the book and throw it up. You want to make sure that that book is bought and read because that's the purpose of writing a book. If you're writing a book for you or your family, then 
don't waste the money by putting it on Amazon. You know, I mean, you know, it's good for your family. And that's just as important, you see. So anyway, so that if you don't, I was always aware of the balance of the left and right brain. And so I, and sometimes when I'm in psychic mode, I will be doing a reading or doing something and I'll understand that I have more experience on a left logical level while I'm doing a reading and then the spiritual level. Okay. And so we are integrated and we have to be who we are. It's not, you know, all about God. It's all about us interacting and becoming, becoming part of the consciousness in the positive way so that we can uplift everybody yet keep our uniqueness of ourselves together. Does, does that make sense? That makes total sense and it really resonates and I love hearing you talk about this. This is ringing such truth and, and authenticity and I really thank you for that. But speaking of books, I'd actually like to jump to your book, that amazing publication. So just for the, the audience, I just like to, to, again, the title of the book, Symbols of You, A Self-Discovery Reference Guide by Linda McKenzie. And I'd just like to share a little bit of the table of contents. We have like 43 little chapters in this book. Table of contents is ranges from angels, animals, archetypes, aromatherapy, astrology, aura, backflower essences, um, later on birds, animals, candles, fish, flowers, and so on, oriental horoscope, Native American animal spirit guide. Um, so just to give the audience a feel for what you have written. And so such a, this is such a, an, an idea. I, I just like to give the audience this idea of the vastness of this incredible resource that you are giving people. So I just like to know, Linda, first of all, who is this book written for and what was the intention of writing it? Well, it's there's a couple of things here. One, I want to help people, my whole thing, no matter whether I was in radio or television or doing talks, lectures, my books, everything that I've always done is trying to help people have live more positive lives. And the more that you know, the easier it is to transition. And the, I want everybody to be balanced using both their left and their right side of their brain to live in spirituality, but also to have the resources to do that. So I wanted to write a book so that people could also discover ancient wisdom topic and learn more about them. So You'll see something in the book, maybe you'll know all about astrology, but you may not know about phrenology, which is studying the bumps on the head, right? And so what happens is, is this becomes a resource guide. So if you're starting to get interested in metaphysics or in ancient wisdom, whatever they're calling it these days, you know, but, you know, they keep changing them. They keep changing these titles. I'm old. Can't, can't change these titles. But anyway, so basically, what happens is that you can use this as a resource book to find out more that you want to know and, you know, find a topic and say, oh, this is something that I want to do. And then the there's visualizations and exercises in this book so that you can get your own symbols. And the reason that I did that is because I needed a reference book. I know all about these things. I mean, I've used them all my life. So Actually, I did the book partly for me because I'm getting old and I needed a reference book so I could look these up. <laughs> but it's also a reference book, so you can use it for dream analogy and all sorts of things. And so you learn a little bit about the subject, and then there's exercises and, and visualizations so that you can take it through. And Linda, so for those who wind back a little bit, to rewind a little bit, for those of us who are who may not, who may be new to this, 
what is a symbol and are there different kinds of symbols? Well, yes. The dictionary says that a symbol is something that represents something else by association, especially a material object used to represent something invisible. Now, we have an immense invisible world around us. There's more of the invisible world around us than in the physical world that we are in, right? So using symbols is a way to tap into that world. So there are different types of symbols. There's a common symbol, right? And that can be taken from the things you see around you or what you dream about. Then there's a universal symbol, which is something generic and well-known, like the yin-yang symbol. Or these days, it's the McDonald's arches, which you should never eat there. And lastly, there is a unique symbol symbol, which has meaning just for you. So this book is for someone to find their unique symbols. And and symbols are wonderful because you can use them every day of your life. Every day you're using symbols, whether you know it or not. And so finding your symbol, for someone who has never worked with symbols and who may think that they're not intuitive, but does feel kind of drawn to them, how would you go about this? How do we select our symbols and how does your book help us with that? Well, basically, I wrote the book because it can increase mindfulness. It can extend intuition and understanding symbols can help you with everyday life challenges, right? So interpreting symbols can show you how your mind thinks. Symbols can act like clues to discover who you are or help to maintain or alter or expand your belief system because we are limited that to that. We want to expand it all the time. And symbols help you understand everything else in the visible and the invisible worlds around you. So when you know your symbols, it helps you become more mindful of things that are going around you. So seeing a symbol can bring you back to center and bringing you like awareness in the moment and making you live in the moment. For example, I work hard and so I'm at the computer all the time and um, and I tend not to take a break. And uh, and so therefore, I'm not really having joy in my life sometimes, you know, because I'm just working, working, working. And at that moment in time, a hummingbird will come to my window and stare straight at me in the eye. And I'll look at the hummingbird and say, oh, yeah, I better start doing joy in my life. I get up, I walk outside, I talk to the hummingbird. So little things like that every day, a dog going across in your path, a color that you see, you know, all these things have wonderful meanings that can bring you back to center and make you live in the moment. So this not only increases mindfulness, but you feel more connected to something beyond yourself because, you know, while I'm sitting there working our way on the computer and then the hummingbird comes in and I say, oh, you know, there's nature. I love nature. You know, I love the bird. I love the plants, you know. And so it connects you to far beyond yourself. Now, as far as intuition, when you start using symbols, you open up to understand the invisible world of all the energy, 11 energy zones we live in. And so knowing your symbols, recognizing them and working with them can help you not only on a mind, body, spirit level, but on a spiritual level as well. But please we'll be right back with us with this amazing conversation with inspiring Linda McKenzie in just a couple of minutes. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome back to today's episode of the High Energy Health Podcast. I'm Miriam Peninsky, your guest host, and today I'm in conversation with the amazing Linda McKenzie, and we are just talking about 
how to use her book, this new amazing publication, Symbols of You, for really as in kind of like Linda was just saying as kind of a mindfulness guide. And I would even take this further. I can kind of saying this can be used, and Linda, please pick up on this, as in kind of like a, a real guide to trust your intuition, to trust your inner guidance. Is that right? Would you say that's true? Well, yes, because here's the thing. You know, when you hear a truth, you may want to deny it, right, and you'll run from it, but it will nag you and nag you and nag you until you accept it. So what happens is, is that when you learn about your symbols, you can't backtrack so much. You understand what the symbol is, and if you forget it, in the back of the book, there's a you know, seven pages to keep all your symbols in one place. And also, there is you can always refer to the book again because symbols will change as you grow, right? So I think it's just a very good thing to increase intuition because, and I use this on many levels. I know we're supposed to be going into 5D, but I'm on 11, 12 already. So, you know. There's 11 energy zones that I work with and on an everyday level, and I'm on many levels at many times. And so it's this, everybody has psychic ability. And intuition, knowing your intuition, is, which is not a psychic ability, by the way, it is a, a precursor to developing psychic ability. And just like anything else, just like when you learn a course or something, you have to go through the steps of that. And the thing is, is that... Um, Nobody can teach you to be psychic. And if there's somebody out there saying that they're doing that, um, they can't. You can go to a class and you can get one thing that's right for you. Or you can read a book and there's a couple of things that are right for you. But not everything in that book or at that class is going to be 100% for you. Because you are unique and your psychic ability levels are unique. And so, therefore, your gifts are unique. And only, I'm very God-based. And uh, so, I go right to source. And if you're coming from source, and not the universe, because the universe is a completely different realm, okay? But if you're going straight to source, then you're learning as you're supposed to be learning. And you're going to learn one way or another, you know, so you might as well just jump in on it, right? Those of us who may feel, oh, I'm, I don't know, no clue about my intuition, needless to even speak about psychic abilities, when they pick up your book in a practical way, how would you guide them to go about this? There's no right way, okay? So here's the thing. There are no rules. <laughs> you know, everybody's trying to find the rule the way. We're finding the way. You know, everybody has their own way to go. So if you feel like you want to start at the beginning of the book, that's where to start. If you want to thumb through the book and pick something, that's where you start. If you want to start at the end of the book, you could start at the end of the book. So because whatever's right for you is always going to be right for you. And guess what? Everybody's got intuition. It's a matter of trusting it. If that's that gut feel, men have hunches, women have uh, women's intuition. Okay. So it's the same thing. But the trick is, is you can't think. Okay, you have to react to that gut feel. If you do, you're 99.95% right. Where you get in trouble is when you start thinking because your thinking goes to the logical brain and it says, well, maybe this, and maybe that, maybe this, and maybe that. And when you already know. So the game is not so much about developing intuition. It's about feeling, trusting, and knowing that intuition, you see? And that will move you into a wonderful place where you can see things happening before you. And we're all in this wonderful juncture right now where time is man-made, so it doesn't exist. I don't care what any 
scientist says it doesn't exist, okay? In the psychic realm, it doesn't exist. And so what happens is we've been living on a vertical, you know, past, now, future, okay? Well, now that we're coming in, there's new planetary things coming in, new energies coming in, that we are now vertical, okay? So it's no longer just, you know, past, now, future. It's what is everything else out there? You know, what are all these wonderful energies out there? Where can we go? The possibilities are limitless if you stay positive, which has been my thing from the beginning. Because when you stay positive, you're contributing to the solution of the planet, not to the problem of the planet. And you have to stay from your heart chakra up. And if you're not there, it's very easy to get there because happiness and joy and decisions are made in every moment of the day. And you have that choice to be happy or sad. Right. So we want to make sure that we're always coming from the heart chakra. And so very easy thing to do if you're down in the dumps and you're depressed and you got all this news, shut off the news to begin with, except for healthylife.net. So we're good. But, but the other, you know, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're opening up and understanding that you can get to the happiness part by just humming, humming. <laughs> anything god has a good time laughing at you because you probably sound crazy but the other thing is is that you immediately when you hum or you laugh you take it from the bottom chakras which are holding you back and bringing it up to the heart chakra and above so you're already helping yourself out and many things so you know the book helps you understand feel know and trust your intuition by understanding symbols it gives you the power to understand and work into that spiritual realm if you've never been there before yeah i couldn't listen to you all day (laughs) (laughs) well you should listen to my show on tuesdays I said you should listen to my show here on HealthyLife.net. I'm live at Tuesdays, and I actually take readings from 8.30 to 9, free readings for everyone. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've just been tuning into my heart chakra as you were as you were talking. I forgot that I was just hoping to show for a second. <laughs> just to ask maybe... How, and I know I hear you when you said there's no rules, but how do you feel about combining symbols? And maybe we can go to back to that question after that commercial break, but I'm just going to finish asking it. So what I'd like to know from you after the break is like, how do you feel about combining these symbols? Are there combinations you feel are working better and are others that you wouldn't recommend just to ask some of the practicalities of someone who is for someone who is is new to this so we will just be back in just a couple of minutes again we'll have a very short commercial break please tune right back in with us for this amazing conversation with linda mckenzie thank you so much Welcome back to today's episode of High Energy Help. Today I have the pleasure of being in conversation with the beautiful Linda McKenzie. And before we went into break, I asked her how she feels about combining some of those symbols that she references in her book and whether, Linda, you feel there are combinations that are working better and some that you may avoid. And I know you said there are no rules, so I have an idea of what you're going to say, but I still would like to see what you what do you feel about that? 
Okay. So first off, I just want to say, unless you're Gemini, you don't, or you aren't usually able to think two places at once. <laughs> so, so combining symbols, when you're using symbols, I'm not saying, first off, you have to understand as, as a psychic, and I have all 17 abilities, uh, one of the abilities is divination. Okay. And divination is using things to get where you want to go. Okay. Basically, you know, and, and using like tarot card and all sorts of stuff. Now in my book, I do have things on that, but quite frankly, you don't need any of that. Okay. You just need your gut feel and how to do it. So in some cases, for example, right now, I, there's a whole section on crystals and colors and stuff. And so for the interview, it's, you know, I start at 5.30 in the morning, so this is a little late for me. And so I needed to be high energy. So I wore a red top. The red top gives me energy and it focuses. There's mind-body connection things with this as well. So I wear red. In my hand, I always get a little nervous. You would not think so because I can talk so much, but that's because I was a radio host. But inside, you know, everybody's always a little unsettling and, and rightly so because we never know what's going to hit us and we are always in capacity of understanding. Even when we're in meditation, we've got another outside source. The auras are sitting there. In tr you know, the magnetic forces outside of us are in interpreting everything that's around us and trying to get into us. So we're always, when we're very aware, we're aware of all of this stuff. So, you know, so in my hand, I have a pouch and I carry these pouches all the time. And in it is all these crystals. And I have picked crystals for what I need to do. And so, you know, there's a hematite for intellect, for a calming is moonstone, for, you know, so for amethyst stops me from worrying. So there's, you can use these things in a practical way, but this book really is, you can use it, but it in that way, but it's more of a mind transforming book so that you can open your mind. And the other thing is, is that there are no negatives, right? So there are absolutely no negatives. There are only life experiences, journeys to where you need to go, right? So you can fight the changes, right? And if you do, it just stays there longer. And, uh, or you can fight negative emotions and they just stay longer. And uh, you can fight fear and it just stays longer. And so what you have to do is to face all these things, walk through them, around them, over them, through them, you know, and then go on with your, your stuff. You know, in the old days, it used to be you had to go to a shrink and you said, okay, I'm having nightmares. Oh, your mother did this to you thousands times, blah, blah, blah. Well, in actuality, ancestors also have are in our DNA, right? So everything yeah. exists here, right? So the thing is, the trick here now is not that. It's the trick to living in this time is where are you now? Where do you want to go? And how do you get there? Okay, that's it. You don't have to go to the past and figure out why and how. We're beyond that now. we got to just move. And we have to move because we are at a great time. Another Aquarian age. Yeah, I've been through one before. And this is the time where we can uplift humanity before, beyond where it's ever known it's to be. We're already seeing, because the pandemic and all of this crappy crap stuff, right? It's showing us what we do not need, where the falsehoods were, where the lies were, what to believe and what not to believe if your eyes are open, right? And so therefore, it gives us a chance to band together and raise consciousness. And we can do that as simply as loving our pet or, you know, love is the most strongest weapon of all. And so all we have to do is uplift. And this is what the book does. It teaches you symbols to help you hopefully uplift. 
because this is what we can out what we can ultimately do and what we can ultimately contribute to the mess which is going on is is to to lift our spirit to uplift is that right yes and that's all we have to do because if you know, there's a power in numbers. So, for example, if a group of people come together in church and they pray, the energy is amplified, right? If you have a group of Satanists get together, well, guess what? The energy is amplified, right? So what we want to do is we don't want the negative. Who wants to live in no, won't, wouldn't, shouldn't, couldn't, can't? Right. We we don't want that. We want to be in positive and love and kindness and, and greatness, you know. So we want to make sure that we're resonating with that and concentrating on that. So the more people that do that, the greater that we can do it. It's great. So, for example, Jonathan Goldman, February 14th for the 20. This is the 21st year he's doing it with us. He's doing a precursor show for the World Sound Healing Day. And what he did, we had a, a whole bunch of Yale people at Yale, I think, and they charted a he. He, we, he gets people from all over the world to chant Om for as a valentine to Mother Earth to increase the energy of the planet. And he found that Yale, Yale found that indeed that they had a, a way to measure the Earth's frequency. And when he was doing that, frequency of the Earth went up. And because you think that everybody has to think the same way and do this, no. Because what's happening is, it's very evident through the pandemic, you know, is that the sheeple that follow the rules, it, one person that's which is cognizant and spiritual and wanting to be positive equals a million of the sheeple. So we as a group, as a heart-feeling spiritual people, still have the capacity to change the world. We just have to do it. And I just want to mention that this is the, I think this is the, the second or even third time in this our conversation that you've mentioned Using your voice, you talked about humming before. Now you talked about the OM and how the OM raised the frequency. And the humming was, of course, also in the hummingbird that you mentioned that stared you in the eye. So just the importance of this intention of how you use your voice, you using your voice with intentionality of, of raising the vibrations, I find incredibly beautiful and it's a great reminder for all of us, Linda. Well, I think that's a beautiful idea because what happens is that by doing what you just said in addition, you're raising the frequency even higher. Yeah, thank you for giving us that reminder and we shall be reminded tonight to, to do some intentional humming or an intentional ohm or an ah or whatever it may be. Raise your own frequency and the frequency of those around you and ultimately that of the planet. We will go into our last commercial break. Please tune right back in with us after the short break to have to come back for this amazing conversation with Linda McKenzie. Thank you so much. Welcome back to today's episode of the High Energy Health Podcast with the amazing Linda McKenzie for this last little bit of conversation. So, Linda, as we end our slowly end our conversation, and I'm not quite ready to end it because it's so beautiful. As a you know, as this psychic, as this really profound spiritual light being that you are, what are the practices, the spiritual practices you feel most drawn to, and what is so to say, what is your daily maintenance practice, your daily self-care practice, if you wouldn't mind sharing that with all of us? 
Sure, I wake up in the morning. You know, all this stuff about what you have to do to be spiritual, I have to tell you that we're spiritual the moment we get up in the morning. So all these spiritual practices can help and be good and whatever, but you do, you don't need them, you know? So for example, I do get up in the morning and what I do is say, for me, because everybody's different, and what I get up in the morning, I say five things I'm grateful for, okay? Then I get out of bed and I go directly to the computer and I start working, okay? And then what, And but here's the deal. I never know what I'm going to do. I don't plan. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just allow God to show me. He says in the moment, do this, do this, do this. Now, I have a lot more people now because I'm older that are on the other side and they're all available too. So I had to do a Wi-Fi extender the other day and I didn't know how to do it. And my girlfriend, Barbara, who used to do the network for us, she's on the other side. And Barbara saw me in a conundrum and she said, Linda, I said, what? And she says, do this. And I said, okay. <laughs> so, you know, so when you are open and you don't have a plan and you don't have an agenda. So the things that I do consciously, you know, is number one, I do no dairy, no wheat, no sugar, no effervescence, no, I have, I'm on the no diet, okay? Because, and I've been on that since 1992, okay? This isn't a fad for me. Because what happens is, is when you're a psychic and you're doing what I'm doing, you know, I have to be 100% in truth, which means that my body has to be in top form. And I am in top form. I'm in a size four. I work out three times a week. I do yoga on Fridays. Aren't you happy? And <laughs> I used to do Bikram yoga. But you know, I need this because what happens is I have to exercise because I need to make sure that my bustle tone is there so that my body is in top shape. I have to understand that I have to do aerobics so that I'm there. I am on no medication. I haven't been to a doctor. Well, I went to a doctor this year because I needed cataract surgery. So, uh, and so when I went in there, I just said to them, I don't do drugs. So I do not want any anesthetic. I said, I'm a hypnotherapist. So I'll just hypnotize myself through the operation. And the guy said, I said, would you try that for me? I said, would you just do this? I said, just if you can charge me, you know, you guys want the money, charge me. I don't care. I said, but keep the vial. And if if he gets nervous, my doctor gets nervous, then you can shoot the vial. Or if I get a little nervous, then we can shoot it. So I never had any anesthetic. I had local. And so I went through the operation. I was out in 15 minutes. I walked out the door. I didn't have to go through the hour, the two hours, whatever. But I haven't been to a doctor since 1992. That's when I went with this one. Right. So that's the only thing. And so I'm on no prescription drugs. I do everything naturally. And I, you know, I just and I dated a doctor for a lot of years. And then I was married to a biochemist. So back in the day in 1968, they were throwing out Merck was already throwing out uh, data. OK, that didn't go for their drugs and their selling of drugs. He left because of that. He went to work for Calcan, a dog food company. He left there, too, because they weren't doing such good practices. But anyway, so, you know, so what I'm saying is, so my body is very important. And as you age, you, you want to make sure that you're mentally there so that you're, you know, because spiritually, you know, I have to be in truth. Because if I say something that's incorrect to you, right, and then you tell somebody else and it goes to 100 people, when I get on the other side, I'm the one that gets the guff for that. They say, hey, well, you know, you destroyed 100 people. You gave 100 people an untruth. So to do that, your body must be in good shape. Your mind must be in good shape. Your spirituality must be in good shape. So whatever I do for the moment is what I do. And I pray throughout. The, I probably pray more than a priest, you know, because every day I'm saying, oh, God. And God says, oh, no, it's Linda again. Yeah. <laughs> but he laughs and he has a good time. So it's OK. <laughs> Linda, do you have 
some favorite symbols or some that you feel more drawn to at this time than others? And you were mentioning the crystals and, and all, but I was wondering, and, and of course the, the hummingbird, and which is, you know, which seems to be like an animal guide, an animal spirit in that instance. But are there some that you feel more drawn to right now? Well, since the beginning of doing this work, I have combined things. So, for example, like you were saying, uh, but uh, in jewelry uh, for protection pieces. And so I wear a lot of amber and I have white amber, green amber, red amber. I have all different kinds of ambers and they're all in different kinds of shapes. So they're either in a square for balance or they're in a circle. So for wholeness or they're in a teardrop. And so each little piece that I have, everything, every, all the jewelry, I wear a lot of rings because I wear a lot of gemstones. I don't wear a lot of like diamonds and stuff. I have some of those, but not a lot. And who needs them? You know, I like these little ugly stones. You know, the uglier the stone, sometimes the more power they have, you know. So you don't judge a book by its cover. You just have to understand the energy because what psychic ability is, what symbols do, what everything does is just interpret energy. And once we can do that, we're part of the whole. Linda, as we slowly wrap up, please tell us where can we get your book and are there other resources that you would like to point our audience to? Well, a couple of things. So one, I would love everybody to continue to listen to HealthyLife.net and explore all of our hosts. They're just so wonderful and they're all of the same kind of people. They're all vetted so that they want to help the people or the planet. Otherwise, they don't get on the network. We get a lot of people trying to get on the as show hosts, and we don't take them. We have a very special family here, and we ha- are very powerful in that way. The other thing is we have a subscription network, so which uh, Dawson is on, uh, and it's called hrnpodcast.com. And for four ninety nine, less than a, a cup of coffee, you can get over, uh, I think, 3,200 podcasts without any commercials in them and and it helps the station and then of course symbols of you which you can the brand new book on amazon write a review please that would be great it just came out january 15th so it's very it's there you can get it at any bookstore it's going to be in target barnes and noble just you name it smash books uh, nook it's already there so and thank you very much for having me Oh my goodness, thank you so much for having me and actually, on some way or the other, inviting me to be part of this family for this little while. So, thank you so much, Linda. Really, from the bottom of my heart, my heart goes out to you. This was an incredibly inspiring and heart-opening conversation on so many levels. And I would really encourage our whole audience to just get Linda's book. It's just an incredible, an incredible resource. And as Linda said, it's available everywhere. So please go and get that amazing resource for yourself as this really incredible tool. Thank you so much, Linda, for this time. You're welcome. Thank you, Miriam. Bye-bye, everyone. Have a good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. 